Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. Second Take Variety Hour is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the Second Take Variety Hour. So I just, I was looking at the recording thing and I just realized yeah. it actually counts down how long is left in the intro that's playing. I didn't realize there was that happening. paying attention, Seb. I'm not surprised. No, no, I was paying attention. <laughs> I, literally to a ticking clock telling me <laughs> what I would have to do the intro. Um, welcome to the show. It's Sebastian, the bravest boy you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm Andy Schossler, not as brave. Yeah, I know. The sca- and hey. b- unlike Alex, the scariest <laughs> cat you'll ever see. Or maybe you won't see him because he's not here this week. Scared of the happening and with good reason. Okay. If you've never watched or listened to the Variety Hour, effectively, we just bring whatever sort of content we've consumed in the past couple of weeks and discuss whether we want to put over or bury it, depending on its, uh, its merit, really. Speaking of burying and counting down clocks, have you ever gone to Death Clock? No. What is that? Death clock is, go, go to the site. It's not like it counts down to your death. Okay. It's just. I thought this was a place. It's just was. a ticking clock to remind you that time is passing. And it's such a surreal thing to, to, to be taking the time to waste and look at a ticking clock. Literally watching time tick by okay. and doing nothing productive with it. I've got to enter some details. So... <laughs> Oh no, that's a that's a countdown to your to your death. Well, that's that's all it, that's all that came up when I went to death clock. Oh, maybe the website's changed. Um, or maybe that's it. Do I, maybe well, it is death clock. What mode do I want to put it in? So here are the options: <laughs> pessimistic. I want, I want my death in power mode. <laughs> is pessimistic, sadistic, or optimistic? Optimistic. Okay. Um, my BMI. I do know this because of the poll. 28. Sure. Oh, I don't know if that's right. <laughs> I'm a non-smoker. Let's check my death clock. Mm. That's, that. that's not bad. Look at that. Time tick by, eh? No, that's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, My personal day of death is Saturday, December 9th, 2073. That's pretty good. That's phages away. That's a while away. Um, Look at the time tick by, though. Yep, yeah, I have. Look at what you're doing with your life, Seb. Watching a ticking clock. Billion, 710 million, 378,149 seconds left. 48. 47. 46 by now. 46. Yeah, I know. Yeah. This 45. Is, um, <laughs> wow. The egg on my face if I die before the, <laughs> die before this clock's up though, right? Oh my goodness. It's 73. So you're going to die at age, what, I'm gonna, 85 I'm going to put it onto sadistic and see if it's any different. <laughs> yeah, sadistic says I'm going to die in 2027. Mm-hmm. 
And let's go pessimistic. Does it give you a cause of death? 2043. Um, no, I'm going to change it to smoker. I'm not a smoker. I'm just curious what the, um, what if the result If you took is. it up, would it change your... <laughs> Hey, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. it doesn't affect it doesn't affect it at all, guys. It's fine. <laughs> um, it's, it looks like it's been changed. That it's got like a whole bunch of like enter your weight here and stuff. Um, oh, to refine that number down. Yeah, yeah, it says the lethal dangers of being fat, and then it goes on to talking about being fat and how it's going to affect your death clock. You know, what I didn't want a preachy death clock. I just wanted a death clock. <laughs> so, what have you been up to this week, Seb? Apparently, just. Facing my own mortality. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I haven't. I've been doing something very productive. And that's wasting time. Yep. But on a computer. Oh yeah, that checks out. Doing playing games and things like that. Well, I learned a magic trick. <laughs> um which is somehow less productive than what you've been doing. <laughs> no, I, 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 I would beg to differ, because a magic trick at least you can pull it out in parties and sort of astound people. Oh, no one's gonna be astounded by this. I think I need to see it. No, no, I'm not going to do it on air. It's just, it takes too long. Of, I don't like, know. Speaking of on air, do you know who played and little Anakin Skywalker in Phantom Menace and also was the boy in Jingle All the Way? Um, do you know his name? I've not worked it out yet. I didn't cave. I succumbed to, uh, to the pressure. I surrendered. So I know. Okay. I know so his name. Lloyd is, is his surname? Did we establish that or not? We were pretty confident that it was. Okay. Um, but does he have like a, a conjoint, like a double surname? I thought he had three names. Like it was something, something Lloyd. Yeah. But he, I'm guessing he didn't. I'm not going to give you any clues. Just I, I remember we were both certain that it, Lloyd was his surname. Yeah. And I can neither confirm nor deny that. It'd be funny you if have until the end of the episode. If it was like Haley Lloyd, like, right. it, like yeah, yeah. in between the two of them. <laughs> well, it's not Billy Lloyd. It's not Sam Lloyd. It's not Haley Lloyd. Maybe it is Sam Lloyd. I'm pretty sure it's not Sam Lloyd. It's not Sam Lloyd. Jason Lloyd. Jackson I Lloyd. I thought it was Jason Lloyd James too. I thought Lloyd. that sounded right. Tim Lloyd. I could just go over a bunch of white names. You could, but until you make a definite statement, I'm not going to John Lloyd. It. It's not John Lloyd. Oh, I'm going to ponder it and then we'll, we'll finally get the answer to this very Googleable question. <laughs> Do. Um, as for me, I've just been watching a shit ton of The Office because I've never watched yeah. it before. So this is just a straight like first watching for me. Oh, right. Okay. Um, I've just hit season four. I'm enjoying it. It's, yeah. I mean, but I'm very late to the game here. If you're hearing me say these words, you're probably like, yeah, it I is good. It I ran for 27 years. <laughs> I still watch The Office today. Yeah. I like it. I've, I've loved it since I, since I started watching I it. Just, I've rewatched Brooklyn Nine-Nine so many times because I'm always doing something else while I'm watching TV. So I want to put something familiar on that mm. I pay much attention to. And I've now watched the first five seasons of Brooklyn Nine-Nine four times. You know what I've found? So I'm like, the, I like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but- I don't think it has a lot of rewatchable value. Yeah, I, I enjoy I the characters, that's all. I like the characters, but I find myself not enjoying the episodes as much. Yeah, I can get that. I don't know if that's because the mystery is over or because you kind of know where it's going and that's the that's that's the appeal of seeing the new jokes. I mean, I still like the delivery of the jokes, mm. but I don't know, there's just something about it that doesn't seem to be as good. There are highlights that I do enjoy and yeah. a lot of other parts of the episode that are just kind of, fluff i actively try and avoid say things controversial in this show but i'm gonna go ahead and just put it out there gina is a bad character <gasps> gina is a, not a well-written character she's not funny she's not <laughs> anything i do not enjoy anything going on with gina neither do i 
<clears throat> and people fucking love her though. I know she is beloved, she, and I'm she like, does have zingers, yeah. They're not good zingers. No, I like Holt the best. He's Holt my is absolutely the funniest character. Um, obviously, um, Peralta, <laughs> very funny as well. <laughs> All good stuff. Charles, hilarious at yeah, times. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, um, Charles, I think a little bit underserved, but his 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 comedy is a, it's very different to everyone else's. You know what? As the series has gone on, all the characters have kind of become characters of themselves. That's why. That's why I've I've, I've talked about this before, and I've kind of said I think it peaked at season three, mm. and I think it's a slow downhill trend since then. I've not seen season six yet because it hasn't come to my Netflix yet, and I'm I'm just not. I just don't want to fucking torrent it an was entire. On, season it was on SBS. Right? Well, I can't watch that now. Is it SBS on demand, absolutely. The whole season. I don't think it's there now. It was there very shortly when it oh. first came, but it was on SBS. Oh. SBS on on demand. Well, I'm check, just waiting if, for it to come to. I mean, I'll check. I'll check that. But I'll, in the meantime, I'll wait for that's where I saw season two of The Orville as well. Oh, there yeah. you go. So check it out. Be you know, get on. Be you, daring. You don't have to subscribe to it. You just SBS on demand. Oh, no, I've you got just, it. I've yeah. got it on my PlayStation already. Yeah. I just didn't realize they had it. Yeah. No, check it out because things are there for a very short time, but they're there. Okay, good. Mm. But yeah, so <laughs> Gina's trash. I'm sleepy. Um, watching a bunch of The Office. Office is great. Um, yeah, isn't it? Dwight is fucking so funny. <sighs> Such a funny man, and he just gets better and better. He see, I liked him in um in Discovery. Okay, in remember in Star Trek when he rocks up in the time jump episodes. I haven't seen Discovery yet. Oh, he, so okay, they do. I don't want to go too really. Far the, Rain 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 Wilson. Yeah, he's, okay. Um, he rocks up. He it's one of those episodes like a Groundhog Day episode, and he's the cause oh, of it. Okay, and he's doing it for villainous reasons, and he's in a one or two episodes of it. It's really weird. The first Ooh, season of Discovery, I like a good time travel story. Oh no, yeah. it's it's really well done. Yeah. The first season of Discovery is it, it is a start to end story, but they managed to fit in a lot of those like classic one off excellent Trek trope episodes in there, which I love from next gen. Yeah, yeah. And they did that with, with the time travel one. I was like, oh, cool. They actually found a way and they've just narrowly slotted in. Here it is, middle of the story. Makes perfect sense. No issues. Wonderful. But yeah, he's the villain and he comes back either later that season or in early season two, I can't remember, to get his punishment for what he's done effectively. <laughs> but it's, okay. it's good stuff. Um, yeah, all in all, that's all I've been doing. That and I'm still playing that remake of Final Fantasy VIII on the Switch. Oh, yeah. Say, I say remake, just the HD remaster. But um, good times had by me. The office, uh, Jim is yeah, just like just like uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, where everybody loves Gina. Everybody loves Jim, but I think he's a horrible person. Oh really? Yeah. No, he's, wait, wait. As in, like, you don't think he's funny, or you think he's just a dick? He's a bully and a troll. To Dwight. It in in a bad way. No, oh. no, and, and just kind of dismisses of every, of everybody else as well. Oh, interesting. You know? I haven't watched kind of, that he, much of it. I'm not there yet. Okay, it may become more obvious. I hope it does. Yeah. Maybe I'm alone. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Him and Pam fucking with Dwight is great <laughs> stuff. Like, I don't, but like I said, I'm still early. How many seasons did it go for? Like 30 billion? It went for nine. I'm on four. So I'm seven good ones. In, in chronological order from one to seven? I think five is the best. That's No, that's no, just no. Me. I mean like, did it get bad after season seven or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's when. Um, Steve leaves. Steve Carell leaves. Yes. Yeah. He's great yeah. too. Michael's great, so funny. Great episodes. And it even finishes off, you know, three episodes without him, um, the the season. And I think season seven is fine. Yes. Yeah. It's, it, it's very good. But it's, he, it, I mean, I'll get to it. You know, I don't care about spoilers, but anyone else, if you do, does he get fired or does he just get another job somewhere or what? Watch it. Season five, it starts to get very interesting. The dynamic. Okay. Yeah. Because if he should be fired, by all means. My God. I just did the Flasher episode. 
Right. And <laughs> how he just effectively is just sexually harassing everyone in the yep. office. And I was like, this is taking a really dark yep. turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it was done for laughs. Like, but it was also like, oh my God, <laughs> shut the fuck up. What is wrong with you, Michael? Because normally it's like, he's just oblivious and it's harmless fun. And he was just, it was just oblivious, but it, it went from harmless fun to. Yes. Yeah. And it opened up the company to so many lawsuits that never happened. But yeah, he should have been fired oh, or at least corrected. A lot, of, yeah. a lot of times I'm like, he needs to have some sort of performance management. But this time I was like, no, he's going to get fired. Like this is well, it. Uh, what's her name? Jen is, is, his, is his supervisor, his immediate supervisor. She's just been removed in right. my, where I'm up to. Because okay. he was applying for her job yep. without realizing yep. it. Yep. And the girl that Jim was on and off dating got the job. I really liked, I knew she had to go. The one that he met at the other office when he got relocated for a bit. Oh. I liked her. Really? I think she's from Boston Legal. From Is that her. the last episode you saw? One or two ago. Oh my God, Seb. You're in for quite a ride. Yay! Because <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's gone away and Jim's like dating Pam again, which is great. I know I, I know where that goes. Oh, just wait until you see what happens and who comes back. Ooh, I hope it's her. Mm, um, maybe. I was watching on YouTube. I don't even know what season it's come from, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, there's one of those like opening, you know, they always do the opening jokes where Jim's fucking with Dwight in some way and, that, and he gets like, is it, he gets the Asian guy to come in and pretend to that he's oh, been Jim the entire time. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And I've seen him, that that same actor, on a few Adult Swim, mm. kind of their extended comedy, comedy skits. He's which, good. Which I, oh, he's very good. And get, I, the whole thing of like swapping the picture and all that. Um, <laughs> but what really has sold me on just Jim- Just kissing Pam. But yeah, he did, how do you know my pin? And, and yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just genius. What really sold me on, like the one, the reason I'm in Jim's corner at the moment anyway, like I said, I don't know what's yeah, gonna no, happen four yeah. seasons down the track. Well, so but, you're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, he's, they're doing like this episode where there's like a complaint box effectively, where you put a complaint in about another staff member <laughs> and it's effectively- um, just whitelisting all these things that have happened to him, <laughs> but with zero context, and he's blaming Jim for it. Yep. And one of the ones is he's blaming Jim because he knocked himself out with his phone. Yep. And then Jim gives the explanation of, yeah, I was putting like a quarter of it every day, so it was getting gradually heavier. And then just one day, just took them all. Out. It's just, yeah, it's just him explaining it was so much funnier than it yes, would have been yeah. to see him just him strong arming a phone against his own. <laughs> So I'm having a really good time. I kind of just missed the show when it first came out. I had never seen the British version, but- It's also good. But we've, we've spoken yeah. about the difference between British and, and yeah. American humor. And I was like, well, listen, if I ever do this, I'm going to watch the funny one. Well, season- Which is the British one, I would assume, but this, I'm loving this. And I mean, if the British one's funny, that's great too. But season I went one, in assuming this would be trash. Season one of the US version is basically word for word, shot for shot remake of the English version. Why? Have you seen it from season one? Yeah, but I haven't seen- yeah. I haven't seen the British one. It's my, pretty well shot, shot for shot, word for word. Oh, interesting. All exactly the same. Six episodes as well. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Well, I don't know. Either way, um, I just was Watch. dismissive of the American one because I assumed it would be bad. I was wrong. No. Look at me eating my words now as I, <laughs> as I have this delicious content that I get, to, I get to have. It's one example where Americans have done subtlety right. Yeah. Good on them. Yeah. They achieved everything they needed. Yeah. Right? I think so. <laughs> um, I am very excited for... As stupid as it's gonna, it sounds. That Space Force show that's meant to be coming out, that's done by the creators of The Office with Steve Carell. Netflix is backing it. If it's the same kind of thing, yeah. but kind of like a, a Star Trek setup at the same time, I'm, and a, I'm and keen. A, and a workplace mockumentary. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. very keen. Good bit of Do you remember that SNL skit that came out just after The Force Awakens did? 
of Adam Driver as Kylo Ren, <gasps> uh, undercover, undercover boss. boss. Yes, that was so good. So so good. <laughs> Anything along? I mean, like just that how idea. Did, of, how did you know I was Kylo? Pretty much from the yeah, <laughs> from when you said hi, I'm Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but like, I mean, that's obviously very Star Wars themed. But like anything like that sort of workplace yeah. style environment, but in the yeah. sci-fi environment, yeah, it could be funny. Um, yeah. So yeah. I'm not even cautiously optimistic. I'm just optimistic. If anybody knows, please correct me. But I think the first of these workplace mockumentaries was done here in Australia back in the late 90s, The Games. Have you ever seen The Games with, with John th- John Clark and Brian Dore? I've not seen it, but I think we've spoken about it, which is the only reason I'm familiar yeah. with this. Yeah. yeah, I love it. It still holds up. It was on stand for a bit. I don't know if it's ever coming back. I yeah. hope it does. But I know at the time it was an ABC property. Okay. Um, so I don't know if it's been sold or otherwise licensed since then. But just a brilliant show. And exactly that... that the same style as The Office. Yeah. In that it's um The Office is meant to be a real sort of place and the satire is in the show itself, whereas the games was done as a satire. So you can it, okay. it also breaks the fourth wall a little bit. So. Yeah, yeah. What year was this in? Nineteen ninety six, I think, was the first series, and then ninety eight. It was all about the, the Olympics, right? The Sydney Olympics and preparing for that. This is the office of the of the Olympics, they're all working for the minister. You never see the minister, um, but they're all. It's just the three of them, and there's all the politics and crap they have to go through in order to put the games on. Okay, yeah, it's funny. It's I'm good. sure it is. I wonder how it's aged. Yeah. I'm just curious. Being, no, no, being an it, Australian show, and it know, holds up. That it holds hold. up really well, and the comedy is hilarious. You might say it's you know v- sometimes very Australian. I don't know if international audiences would necessarily enjoy all of it. Yeah. But I certainly do. The okay. comedy's right up my alley. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to think that it was just unpopular because it was at a time when the internet was relatively new and you couldn't really search for things unless you knew somebody who had a copy of it. Yeah. Go, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's how and that's how things spread. That's how memes spread. Just one person at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so what else have you been up to in the last couple of weeks? I've been Killing some time playing one of my favourite games, Cities Skylines. Yeah. I know I've talked about that before um, and it's – okay, if you want to talk about it in terms of a successor for the for – the, um, Sim City for, franchise? Yeah. It's not in that direct line. It's not even done by Thraxis Games. It's done by Take-Two or Introversion, yeah. I think, one of those two. Or, you know, I, I don't know the game development – um, side of things, who who does the actual development, who does the marketing and distribution. I never know which, which names are associated with it. But it is a terrific game Okay, as far as a city builder is concerned. Um, the lack of grids disturbed me. It has grids, but you can make curved roads. Mm, nope. <laughs> you, no, you can make grids Yeah, if I, you want, but you also have the option to make nice curved roads. Okay. I've actually, I do have this game I, on my Steam account, but yeah. I just never really got into it. I know Alex loves it as well. Yeah. I mean, you have to like city builders to to be on board. With I it. think I do though. I like management games. It, but it's not the best management game in that yeah. sense because once you get a city of about twenty thousand or so population, um, unless you're playing it on a really difficult setting, which you can't really do anyway, uh, you, you know, and and I mean like difficult in the sense that you have you know heightened disasters or something like that happening. The city, you know, you don't have to worry about the city budget. Everything just kind of takes care of itself and it ends up being more of a 
an art piece for how how you can do the city. Oh, okay. It's 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 not as challenging as SimCity used to be. Okay. I always go bankrupt. But it's still really. At least my memory is I haven't played it for like six months. Even in Skylands, really? Yeah. It's hard to do. I just want to build everything at once. Well. I just want people to move into a town that has six <laughs> hospitals, okay? I want them to have choices when it comes to the healthcare. <laughs> well, the game is a good bit of fun, but there is a YouTube channel that I do watch uh, occasionally um, called Sam Burr, S-A-M space B-U-R. He is a genuine city planner, Australian guy. Yeah. Genuine city planner who plays City Skylines. And in his in his uh, episodes, he either talks about um, his city as as it's growing. Because he's kind of doing he's not doing a let's play kind of thing, but he is playing it as he's talking about um, how he's planning things out and how it relates to real city planning and why why things happen um, the way they do uh, sometimes. Um, but he also has specific things, specific subjects in the game, like public transport, and he'll and he'll have a whole half hour episode on public transport, and he'll relate it back to real life city planning as well. Okay. Uh, in terms of how um, how close bus stops should should be to each other, and whether you put in a bus line or a tram line or a train line or a monorail, you know, all the reasons why those things make sense in particular circumstances. Very interesting channel if you like city building and you like a bit of um, actual, mm. n- actual, r- real workplace knowledge uh, for for yeah, yeah. city planning, which not everybody's into, but they should be because it, it's awesome. It does sound kind of interesting, but I can also see how it, it is, also yeah. sound really dry to some people. Yeah. It does because it's all done through the context of the game. Whereas another channel for city planners called City Beautiful mm. does exactly that. It talks about city planning just as a sort of documentary. Okay. Takes you through. So if you if you like city planning, that's a good channel to to go to. But if you are a fan of city skylines, Sam Burr is also um, a, a good outlet for uh, uh, for bringing real city planning into your gameplay. Yep. Again, at no real consequence. Like city skylines is a great game. One criticism I would have of it is that it doesn't really have any consequences. There's no you go bankrupt. There's no story mode. Oh no! Yeah, no. You know, or or anything even resembling a story mode. It's just everything sandbox, and you unlock things as you as you mm. achieve them. But you can even turn off all the achievements as well, and just have a complete sandbox. And it's fun. It's fun to play and fun to do that. I I, I like a bit of a challenge sometimes. Yeah. You know, and they and they did introduce scenarios into the um, an update of, of a few months ago. Yeah. Where well, you can play maps with a specific goal. Ah, okay, in them. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, like this map has horrible traffic flow, and your objective is to within you know whatever time, whatever months or or, or whatever to get this traffic flow up from twenty percent up to seventy percent or something, and in the meantime you're restricted to the budget of of the city and go play. So in that sense, they kind of gave it a little bit of a okay. campaign mode, story mode. Um, I don't know how difficult that would be. I would want to blend it with. I mean, we're familiar with nation states, the website. Yes. How you create a fake nation, it gives you a political issue, <laughs> it gives you between you know two to seven options, depending on what it is, yeah. and you pick based off your ideology. But there aren't really any consequences to anything you, you do there. No, it, it gives you like, oh, okay, you do this, or your trout farming industry takes a plummet, you know, whatever. So what? Yeah, yeah. big whoops. It just ends up being a number on... A yeah. blend, though, between... Yes. Having to deal with the political side of things while also trying to build because obviously if the 
if the populace's ideology is changing, the city may have to change a little bit with it. Ooh, it's getting complex. I think game it's developers, politics. game developers, if you're listening, blend. <laughs> you want that one? <laughs> real life politics and real life city planning. That diplomacy three game. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good um, sort of benchmark as well. But that's not really. You're not really tackling issues in that game. You're really just changing policy. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I want to make my school secular. Cool. Now, Nobody asked you to do that. You've just decided. Yeah. You just clicked on public schools and said reduce religion or whatever it is. Now, in that game, I've never been re-elected. I've always been assassinated. I was re-elected <laughs> once. I was one time re-elected. Um, I managed to get. I don't know how I accidentally turned it into a dictatorship. Um, but in we, a single turn? No, no, I was twice in. Wow. But I normally get assassinated by religious groups because I ban religion in schools. Okay. Because I'm like, yeah, if you want religion, go to a church. <laughs> not, <laughs> not in this school. Like it's, yeah. That's why they call it Sunday school. Because yeah. yeah. it's school over there on a Sunday away from me. <laughs> but yeah, I always get taken out by zealots. Right. Which is fair. Okay. That's how I see myself going out in real life too. Did you ever play any of the Caesar series? I did not, no. Okay. Because then you take on the the role of a Roman city planner. Um, and it's... Oh, God, it was a good game. Caesar 3. It feels like it would be easier to run a little Roman city, right? Than a No, that had, that had some real challenges in it. And again, it had a story mode in the sense that you had to... Um, you, had, you had to put your city in a... Okay, it was it was a simulated geography. It wasn't actual real life geography, but it did have you know if you had a coastal city, it did have a coastline. Um, so you may have had fishing available as a as a food source, um, and you had to trade to um, to in order to get get an income for the city. Okay, you didn't have to trade, but if you didn't, it was really hard to make the budget make sense and, and yeah. get money for for everything. And again, because because of your geography, you were limited to. What you could what you could build in your own city, like uh, um, pottery, is a is a very important basic step in that game for any for any city. You know, the the society can't evolve into the higher you know middle classes and such without a supply of pottery. So you can buy it in, or you can manufacture it yourself if you have a source of clay. Okay, right. So you either have to trade for clay if you can't get it, or dig it up somewhere where there is a you know viable clay pit, and that also limits the limits the game and how your and how your city can can be shaped. Okay, because of course you can't have you know the city is somewhere somewhere beautiful and accessible for ports and things when the clay pits are on the other side of the map because yep. nobody's going to be able to walk to get there to to harvest the the clay. So that becomes a real management issue. Caesar three. Really good. Title. So there's more trade management in that sense, as opposed to no, because then you've got the city planning as well. You have to. Oh have no, to I mean opposed to like political management, like um. Oh no, no, there's there's no yeah. politics really. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, occasionally you'll get some some request come in from Caesar, you know, of hey, I'd no. like a, I'd like a tribute or something, and then it just becomes a challenge in the game where you have to produce, you know, you, you have a yeah. timeline to produce this particular thing, and it's and it's a good it's it, it's a good game where you get. A lot of interesting challenges along the way. I don't know how difficult or easy that that would be to introduce into a modern city builder, because as beautiful and as functional as City Skylines is, it is missing as a story mode, a campaign mode. Yeah. See, my biggest thing is saying similar might be like Civilization Five. Yep. But only because like you you race to beat certain have you, achievements. Have you played Civ Six? No, not yet. I have, and it is. Gorgeous. See, I got told it was bad by Zane, no, but I haven't actually played it I, yet. I really, I really like it. Okay, 
and because I've sunk like hundreds of hours into Civ Five. Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. yeah, very easily. I think maybe even a thousand. Yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. I, know, I know I just ticked over a thousand for City Skylines. Oh, really? Jesus. I'm embarrassed to say that and proud at the same time. Oh, oh not, not not proud, just, you know. I don't think I've got anything close to that. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't damn time. No, I, think, I think the games I've played most that I've clocked over a thousand into are City Skylines, uh, Civilization V, and RimWorld. I love RimWorld. Yeah. I'm there, just there's another my... good management game that does have a sort of story mode, campaign mode, but it's a little bit open-ended, which is weird to, to say. It's, it's weird to say that it's an open-ended campaign, yeah. but it does escalate the danger and the, and the need to um, advance. I'm just sneaking up my Steam now because I don't <laughs> think I've had anything even close to those times. So if you like City Skylines or you just like town planning, check out Sam Burr for a real-life city planner playing City Skylines mm. or City Beautiful for real-life city planning um, documentaries. Okay. And now for the real reason that we're both here. What the hell is a Star Wars kid's name? Have you figured it out? No. Jake I'm Lloyd. Jacob Lloyd. I did say Jacob, didn't I? No, That's you a- said Jason. And oh, I said I? Jason too. Oh. And I thought I was onto a winner with the J, but I couldn't think of it. Yep, Jake Lloyd rings Jake a bell. Lloyd beat us. Oh my God, Steam, open up. I'm just- <laughs> yeah, I know you're not optimized for the Mac. Just open it. Isn't it? Well, no, it is, but I think it has an update that's true. I don't want to update you. I just want to literally look at the, t- the games in my list. That's do all you, I want. Do you play games on your Mac? No. On your little use, notebook? You've got a PC? Yeah, I've got a PC. I mean, I do have Steam on here because I have in the past, but it's just not worth it. I find doing work, like productive stuff, writing, you know, anything, um, putting together presentations just seem to work a lot easier on a Mac. Yeah. But for gameplay... Um, I still rely on a PC myself. I mean, I would use my Mac more if a lot of the games I owned were able to be played on it. Yeah, that's also true. Because I've owned, you know, everyone has like hundreds of games in their Steam library. Yeah. 10 of them might be Mac capable. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah cool. <laughs> and it's, you think like, oh yeah, I can understand how like all the really big, cool games, you know, wouldn't work, blah, blah, blah. No, it's like, do you remember those Batman Arkham games? I remember them. I've never played them. Super yeah. great games, well put together. They work on my Mac. How about that? But like, I'll try to go... Oh my goodness. Sorry, I've not logged onto this thing in a while on, on this computer. How dare you, Seb. Whereas like, I don't know, <laughs> Age of Empires. Yep, classic not, game. Doesn't work. Of course not, because yeah. it's a Microsoft product. Yep. Um, any of the old remakes of the old Final Fantasy games that I've got in here don't work on the Mac. They're all Sony, aren't they? Yes. They'll work on a Sony Vio, I'm sure. Gross. <laughs> well, Sony's all PC. How do I stock. How do I do this? Oh no, this is old man trying to use a computer at the moment. <laughs> You're embarrassing yourself, Seb. Um, we embarrassed ourselves with not knowing who Jake Lloyd was, not me having to oh, remember his name. It's a Civ 5, no. only 50 hours comparatively. 50 hours? City Skylines 2. Ah, well there you go. Skyrim 61. Skyrim had to probably be the most hours that I've put into a game though. Okay. Well, clearly, oh, I waste actually, a lot more time playing games than you do. <laughs> I did 100% Arkham Knight, 53 hours. Okay. There you go. So that's that's probably like one of the longest times. Yeah, I, not that much, eh? Well, yeah. you know what you need to do this Christmas? Take time off. <laughs> I have not had a holiday in like three years. That's why the show's so good, because I'm always here. <laughs> stop, stop putting time into wrestling and play more games, Seth. No, I've got so many ideas. <laughs> And I can't wait for them to be visualized on screen. Um, okay. 
Well, that's us. So Jake Lloyd, that's disappointing. I am disappointed in myself for not knowing that. Anyway, what can you do? What can you do? You can check us out on Instagram. That's what you can do, at Second Take Podcast. Or if you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. Facebook is a place where we're on as well. Check us out. Facebook slash the Take, show. I don't know. Alex normally works this out. <laughs> and by works this out, I mean butchers this. Facebook.com slash second take. We are there and we interact. It's true. We are very active on that one. Seb puts polls on there all the time and I vote them down. Yep, because they're all too too good for this beautiful world. <laughs> um, all righty. So you can go jump on our website, secondtakepodcast.com. If like literally 300 plus episodes of shit on there. Shit being it's some good <laughs> shit. I should clarify. It's not, it's not trash. But there is, I mean, like statistically, you know there's some trash on there. You know there's <laughs> like, filler. I'm not here to lie to you. Um, we've got our, oh no, our email address. I'm trying to multitask at the moment. It's not working. Secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show, um, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash take. Now, we'll be back next week likely with the Joker. It might be the week after, but I think it's, it's definitely the Joker in the next fortnight anyway. For I us. think so, yes. I think by the time this comes out, we'll be watching it because I think it comes out, yeah, he'll be the fifth or so. Possibly. And then I think this comes out on the eighth, maybe, I don't know, the ninth, you know, Maybe whatever. we'll have seen. May have seen it by the, the time this is yeah, being recorded, possibly. but it will be up the week after then. Terrific. And it'll come out the same week that we see it. We'll yeah, see that much. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.